Hey, Schmazettes, you're listening to Listen. Listen with Patty and Emily. I'm Patty. And I'm Emily. Five, six, seven, eight. Patty and Emily most obsessively talking about all your favorite Broadway shows. Patty and Emily thoughts in comedy from Broadway super fans. From Broadway super fans. We are here with Daniel and Laura Curtis all the way from <laughs> England. <laughs> Through computers. welcome to our podcast thank you so much we're so thrilled to join you it's a pleasure it's a pleasure to join you thanks for inviting us on of course so we'd like to start out all of our interviews we have this set of um 10 questions that we ask everyone um so they're a little like um rapid fire kind of just like whatever is the first thing off the top of your head okay um so our first question is do you know beth level no Oh, this is what we're going to get into trouble. We not might. personally. We not might. personally. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Next question. Which show do you most want revived? Uh, we love Newsies. Newsies rocks. Never should have gone. It's, uh, oh. oh, my God. Do you guys know about the, the Newsies revival Tumblr? No. No. no oh my God. Do I know it's on tour. They're going to try and bring it back. That would be awesome. Well, there's a some some um, very dedicated uh, Newsies fans started a Tumblr page like the day after the show closed that is just counting the days since the show closed without a revival. So it's like day 147, still no Newsies revival. Really, really? <laughs> it's, it's really cute. Yeah, it's it's an absolute. I mean, we loved the show. We saw it a couple of times over in. Uh, on Broadway and just I was really amazing. hoping it would come to the UK. I bet it will. Yeah, I think I think it'll make its well, way apparently, over. Um, apparently, they, you know, they did some kind of dance tentative. Calls. They did some dance, oh. dance calls. Mm. And I don't think they quite found what they were looking I for. I believe Chris Catelli said that, you know, he was struggling to find exactly what he wanted. But... Uh-oh. Mm. They should open a Newsies school like the Billy Elliot school. Yeah. Exactly. That would be Wouldn't great. Wouldn't that be amazing? I think, to be honest, you know, I know the same in America a little bit, but with, um, obviously, it was never a big movie over here, you know? I don't yeah. know if it was a, I know, I think Alan Menken says himself it wasn't a big movie anywhere, but I don't think mm. it ever picked up any kind of even cult status over here. Yeah, that's what it was over mm. here. I'm a member of that cult. <laughs> but the show rocks. It's amazing. The music, the dance. You know, and obviously that the original cast, well, even, you know, even the, the, the cast they put in after the original was immense. Um, but, you know, Jeremy Jordan was uh, amazing. Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. Love him. That was only or, question two. I, we always, <laughs> we've we've got so it. many more. <laughs> well, our, our next question um, is a, a little bit more for, for like actor performers, but we're going to yeah. ask it anyway. Have you ever fallen asleep um, while on stage, while pretending to be asleep or dead on stage, I said on stage like I, six times. The only thing, my only thing, I've got this. It wasn't on stage because I've never done anything like that. We we did. I don't know if it's a UK game you play when you're little or not, um, but we used to play this game called Sleeping Lions, where you had to lay still on the floor and people come around and tickle you and stuff, and you got to try not to move when you're a kid. And I did genuinely fall asleep during the game. And when? That's kind of <laughs> That was, it wasn't on stage. But, but I used to work in a big theatre, you know, quite a few years ago. And I remember going in once to watch a, a matinee. And I was really, really tired. Um, and I literally did miss the uh, the whole of the second half. <laughs> and I was supposed to be doing something very specific, like uh, minding something. Um, yeah, and I woke up 
at the end. At the yeah, curtain what? call. So yeah, it wasn't on stage. Normally we're the only ones on stage where we've got an orchestra behind us and they're pretty loud. So we yeah. <laughs> Next question. Next question is, we'll broaden this to the West End also. What's your favorite theater? Oh, wow. The London Palladium. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Palladium's a, an amazing theatre, and I tell you why we love it the most. It's because of the, the people who've actually History. performed on the stage. Yeah. Lots of people get excited about theatres for lots of different reasons, and, and we're really kind of traditional um, and love these old theatres, which, you know, literally they've got every kind of classic Hollywood name, you know, has performed on there. And, and in London, the Palladium is that theatre. Um, and yeah, we're doing. We're actually doing a concert at the uh, the Palladium in June, uh, having some of our stuff performed. Amazing! Um, so yeah, so we're going to get to go and uh, and do something at the Palladium, which will be lovely. So that's, that's definitely fun. our favorite theater. But America has so many wonderful theaters, and I love some of the halls like Carnegie Hall. Oh yeah, uh, the Met Opera House is like amazing. Mm. Um, yeah, there's so many. There's so many. I love that. Uh, love that theater. I think it's part of the Lincoln Center, the one that looks oh, over New York. That's yeah, amazing. It's, it's oh, the Joe Allen. Yeah, the Joe Allen. Nope, not Joe Allen. Joe Allen. The Allen Room. Allen Room. Yes, amazing. I love that venue. Love it. Love it. All right, next question. This one um, is a little bit weird since we don't all know each other super well, but Dreamcast us in a show. Okay. Okay. Let's think of something. You know so much about us. <laughs> you know loads about you. Let's have a little think about this. What, you what are your vocal ranges? Oh, me, nah, nah, no, no good. I'm a soprano. <laughs> a soprano. I'm like, I'm like, uh, uh, oh, Emily is music like, man. Oh, Rex, she's, oh, uh, she's a Harold Hill. She's a uh, Harold Hill. Yeah, I can do that. I can do. We got trouble. Yeah, right here in River City. That's He's my range. Rex, Rex Harrison it. type. There it is. But haven't just haven't you just answered the question? Isn't a music man? <laughs> Should you be Harold Hill? <laughs> okay, and I could be Marion. Music man. Yes. Yeah. You could do the good night. Someone, and you could yeah. duet together. Yeah. yeah. There we go. It. Excellent. I love it. I could see it. I could see it. I love music man. <laughs> Me too. Uh, next question is: Do you read reviews? Oh, you never say we're going to, and then we do, mm. and then, well, it's really funny actually. Um, we do read reviews, um, and most of the time, that I don't, I don't know if we've ever had a bad review. Like we've had reviews where we, we contest something, like they mention mm. something on the technical side, and mm. and we'll go, "Well, what do they want us to do?" When they said, "Oh, it sounded too recorded," <laughs> and it was someone, recorded. Someone did yeah. say. Someone did say, yeah, the problem with this was it wasn't live. It was recorded. It's like, well, yeah, it was recorded. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's, um, we shouldn't read reviews. No one should ever read their reviews. And I'm really, really, I really feel strongly about that. Um, if you want to know what people think of your work, find true music theatre fans who aren't critics and they will tell you. If you gave them a good night out... And if you affected somebody with your music, that's what you need to know. Yeah, I I'm not I'm not a massive fan of critics. It has to be said. But saying that, there are some, um, and there are a few of them who are just amazingly supportive. Um, and do you know what? It, it helps if a critic has actually seen the show they're reviewing. 
or has actually heard the album they're reviewing. Mm. Um, a lot of reviews are written before anybody, has, even the show has even come out. They've just got you it. Know, I'll, tell you know, it's... I'll tell you my thing. My, my thing that I, there's a certain type of critic and it's when they write a review and you read the review and they've actually said they like the show and it's a good show. But the way they've written the entire review has made it sound bad somehow. Mm. Like it's all negative. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you, and you read it through and you go, oh, really? Did you enjoy the show? Because it didn't <laughs> seem like it. But the guys at Playbill and the guys at Broadway World, uh, Broadway.com, and also the people at the stage over here and what's on stage, they're all amazing to us. I think and couldn't be any more supportive. But they're the people that actually love music. Yeah, They've got absolutely. it running through their veins. They love it. But wannabe critics are, are scary. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I listen to the public the the people who absolutely the people who want the music yeah. and the people yeah. who go out the populist power to the people yeah, we're yeah. populist well, we, are, we are major populist yeah. actually absolutely alright next question what is the show that you've seen the most times wow that's a good one I think actually we've seen Jersey Boys quite seen Jersey times. Boys lo- loads of times Ryan Malloy over in the UK who did a little Amazing. stint on Broadway recently um Miss Saigon, love oh. Miss Saigon, uh, big revival here. Going back to see Newsies. I'd go and see Newsies about 400 times if I'd have been in the States um, <laughs> <laughs> a couple of times there. But yeah, I mean, we're, we're huge. We, we watch so many musicals at home. You know, the t- I can't tell you the times we've seen The Music Man with Matthew Broderick or obviously the big ones, Mary Poppins, Sound of Music. Yeah. Um, totally. But uh, yeah, I'd say Saigon, Jersey Boys, they were definitely definitely be up there for stage nice have you seen the the new revival of miss saigon yeah yes absolutely did, yeah. I re- can you guys make sure that comes over yeah we here? really want oh, to it's see coming. it <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's coming it's going to it's going to toronto i believe oh, and, okay. and then um they're going to do uh just like les mis did so ah. it's going to go toronto then right. broadway but and i really really Oh, it will. It definitely. <laughs> it's such a good show. It is. Um, but the I, cast, this new cast, the cast were, are were just fabulous. And um, you know, the nice thing about Miss Saigon, and uh, it's just it's one of those shows. It's so absolutely epic, you know, yeah. in every single way. Have you ever seen the show? I haven't, but I love the score. How long was it last on in Broadway? Oh wow, a very very long time ago. It's yeah, it's been a while. But I tell you who is John John Briones, who's uh, the engineer over here. Mm-hmm. He's just a, a class act. Yeah, and, we've uh, heard great things about him, and he was nominated for an Olivier. Oh. He is, yeah, he is. He's, he he's also a... deserves a bravery award for his performance for <laughs> the Royal Variety performance in front of the Royals. I don't know I don't know if you've seen it, but he did the no. full American dream <laughs> with the intimate relations with the car. Oh. With everything, oh. he, did, he absolutely he made he was amazing, um. But uh, but it was great because he really pushed the boundaries. Because normally it's all a bit safe, the right. Royal Variety performance, and um, sure. it was just brilliant to see him go on and just own the stage. But John John's a super. He's a such a lovely guy. And we got to work with Jonathan Price previously, who was obviously the original engineer, and we obviously we, we're so lucky. We worked in most of the Miss Saigon. Leia and Simon Bowman. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, one of my favorite shows ever, without question. Amazing. Next question. question. Yeah, it's your yeah. question. Uh, all right. Who would you fangirl or boy over? 
That's a really good one. Isn't I it? think both of us is Leia's longer, to be honest. Leia's yeah. amazing. I mean, she's. Um, I think <clears throat> for me, um, my answer would be for whoever, because with Leia, she's so embedded from childhood. Yeah. Um, you know her voice and you love her voice before you even know who she is. Mm. Um, and so then when you get a bit older and you start to learn more about musical theatre and and um, and the artists behind that, and then you find out it was her, you know, yeah. in, in Aladdin, it was who did Mulan. And then Miss, I started looking up at clips of the original Miss Saigon. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that, is just it was too much for my brain to process. <laughs> there amazing. are some amazing. I mean, I get a little bit. Uh, there's a few kind of Hollywood actors, um, like Tom Hanks, for instance. Yeah. Um, yes. Which Laura, who Laura oh, got to meet. They'll be uh, oh, they'll be so lucky. But Tom is like, yeah. If I ever met Tom, I don't think I'd. I wouldn't be able to get much out. Well, the problem is, is we both want to swap because Dan's had. Hug off Michael Bublé. Yeah, the Bublé. And I've had a kiss off Tom Hanks. Oh, okay. so, wow. And we both Amazing. want to swap, really. <laughs> I love Bublé, but Tom Hanks, yeah, that was too cool. We all, we all have our people. <laughs> but there, there's some amazing people. But yeah, there's a few Hollywood names. Tom Hanks being pretty much at the top. I would. He's your hero, isn't he? Oh, he's definitely one of them. <laughs> he's definitely one of them. That's amazing. Um, okay, next question. What is the best or worst survival job you've ever had? Survival job? Remember that microphone? Is that, does that count? What's that? Well, we have to try to survive without that show. We need to go and borrow that. Do you mean survive? No, I think you mean like money. Do you mean money? Is into like, yeah, 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 like, like a like job, like you know, you were when you were struggling theater. poor I and you I needed a job. I can't say my honest one because I, I hate to get myself into trouble. Um, <laughs> um, there is, I had a stinker of a job. It was, it didn't sound like yeah. a stinker of a job, but it sucked. Um, but <laughs> um, I can't say that because it was for someone people will have heard of. Um, oh, okay. But interesting, <laughs> I'll give you an interesting job, which it didn't it didn't suck, um, but I wasn't very good. I worked at a fancy dress shop, um, and it was my first mm. job from when I was 15 years old. Um, and it was a proper fancy dress shop where we used to help people. They'd come in and we'd help decide what they wanted to be. And I wasn't very good at it. And someone came in one day and they said, um, I need a pink hat. And I said, yep bear with me and I went upstairs and I got a pink leotard a tail um some pink little ears it was gone for about 15 minutes and I came down and they'd asked for a pink hat um and that was not a pink cat that was a pretty Ah. not not a pink cat (laughs) pink well you see even now even now it wasn't my fault that (laughs) because it's very easily done um but it was probably the only job where that mistake could ever happen. Yeah. Dan used to... I've got a good one for Dan. Dan used to have to wear tights oh, his I, I kind of liked the job, but the tights were a bit... Yeah. yeah, they weren't so good. Dan used to have to get dressed up as... Now, can you tell me that a proper historical... Um, 1645. 1645. Oh. And he, his character, he used to take people around... Um, a house. He was a tour guide, and this oh. was your first job as well, wasn't it? One when off, you one were off. a teenager. That's what amazing. was your character's name? Thomas Reese. Yeah. Thomas Reese. That's right. And I had to dress up, yeah, basically in sixteen forty-five uh, costume with tights and talk in the kind of language, um, which was quite cool in its own way. But yeah. the tights weren't so good. 
I yeah. love living history museums like yeah, that. Yeah, they're amazing. Well, they're they're amazing. Do you do the one taking round? He used to be mean to people. What did you say to that guy oh. about the soap? Well, people used to always, they try and catch you out all day. Mm. Say, <laughs> you know, did you see what was on TV? That kind of thing. Um, so we used to have these little balls of soap on the window. Um, and but one they, of the they weren't like soap. Though, no, they? they were just like a little ball, looked like fat. I think fat, yeah, generally lavender and stuff. In. So when someone had been kind of giving you a bit of stick, we used to say, "You know, have you seen these before?" They'd say, "No," and kind of be a bit, uh, a bit <laughs> cheeky. So you go, "You've never seen soap before, sir," um, and then go into how they stink. And I wondered where the stink was. So that that was good. Cool. So it always worked. It would <laughs> never fail. That one never failed. That's great. <laughs> uh, next question this will be the last question if you had comps comp tickets and a time machine what show would you see mm. oh awesome question oh no but I'm going to sound really boring now because mine would be the original Miss Saigon oh that's great <laughs> no. nothing's ever boring no, in ta- comps and a time machine it would genuinely be um, the original cast of Miss Saigon um, can I have opening night as well yeah yeah absolutely it's anything you want it's fantasy I think I'd have to. I mean, theatre-wise, I'd probably be going back to kind of... Uh, uh, I'd definitely be going back to the classic age. I mean, I'd just love oh, yeah, to. I would love to have seen, uh, you know, kind of Fred Astaire or Gene Kelly do something yeah, um, live. That would have been amazing. Um, but the one thing Julie I would... Julie Andrews, my fair lady. Oh, oh you start yeah, that's a good one. Now. But I think if I could have seen Sinatra sing or to have seen... You know, uh, Mario Lanza, who was an amazing tenor, mm-hmm. of sung mm-hmm. back in the day. I, th- I think I would, that would be it for me. But my hero is George Gershwin. So to have seen him play Rhapsody in Blue at the first night oh, in New York. Wow, yeah. Oh, that would have been a good one. I don't think, I think that one would top the list to me. Just to have seen him perform Rhapsody in Blue for the first time with the Paul Whiteman Orchestra in New York, that would have been... That's I think it'd be hard to top that. That's a good one, I agree with I you. I think that. it'd be hard to top Technically not a show, but a concert. Yeah. Time. Yeah, no, yeah. that's... Comps and Time Machine, it's anything you want it to be. (laughs) Those are our 10 questions. They're good questions. Good Good introduction (laughs) for us, for you, and also for our listeners. Um, So tell tell us a little about you guys, like how you started, how you met. So I've got a good answer for how we met, because it's very it's very unusual. Dan actually put out an advert on the internet. Um on your our equivalent of Craigslist, is that what it's called over yeah. there? Yeah. Um, and he needed a pianist um, who was particularly interested in performing Great American Songbook tunes. And I answered the advert. I think I was your only reply to the advert. Um, and um, he took me out for a drink afterwards. There was a guy called Bruce. Was there really? Yeah, you didn't reply to Bruce. I didn't <laughs> <laughs> I think I probably said some Bruce said sexism going on I there. did, I'm sure. Um, I think you were first. But, um, but yeah, um, so he took me out for a drink afterwards. And then, um, so it wasn't originally for composition. Um, it was more performance. But then we both had two sides <laughs> to our writing in that Dan, Dan actually learned, taught himself to play the piano um, over a couple of years. Not so long ago. In the past, although you never know, you 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 hadn't been playing for long, um, and what that allowed him to do is he had all these melodies in his head and he was always singing them at me, um, but it meant he could actually get down what he was trying to get out of his head in terms of tunes and 
melodic ideas and you know get them a bit more developed and then I really enjoyed working with that material and well I did I added stuff to it I change it adapt it come up with ideas from that and then we worked together to finish it off and then we worked together on the lyrics and it's really unusual it's a really unusual way to write music but it works for us Mm. um and that's how we started to get into the composition and I think our first big thing we did was a minor song um because Dan being from Wales um which is oh, I'm not going to pick you up on the England thing. We're we're just off England. I've seen Gavin and Stacey. I know all about. Oh, Gavin and Stacey. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're so we're in Wales, right next to England. So we're still part of the UK. Um, and um, I'm originally from England, um, but I moved here in 2007. But Dan's grandfather, two great grandfathers, both died in them um, in mining accidents because coal mining was the, you know the main industry. Um, in Wales um, mm-hmm. until it all collapsed in the 1980s um, mm. and we really wanted to do something to help raise money for a national coal mining memorial and we had this idea to do a song and try and get as many Welsh celebrities to perform on it as possible and that was our first project that we both um, worked together and wrote um, a piece for um, and that was really so was that released now 2012 um, so um so yeah that was our first ever ever thing we did together and then after that um it was Ramin really wasn't it yeah so so unconventional how we, we um we watched the video for a minor song oh uh, thank you what was it like uh going down and uh playing actually down in the mine yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? It was, it was a kind of most surreal day of my life, I think, in some ways, because it was so cold. Um, mm. And it was one of those things we never knew if it would completely work for two reasons. One, would we actually get a piano down there? Because, um, you know, the, the cage, which is basically how they carry the miners mm. underground, um, you know, it was only a certain size and it was impossible to really accurately see if we could 100 million percent get down there. Um, but that all of that was good. They said it was easier than moving pianos out of some people's houses. Yeah, <laughs> but being on top of uh, being on top of a mountain um, and doing live kind of broadcasts um, was amazing. Uh, you know, it was really something. And I think it's one of the most moving experiences of our life. If you imagine it's underground, the tunnels go for miles and miles and miles. Mm. So when he sing a note or play a note, it literally rings and then spirals down mm. the uh, down the mine shafts, and then literally comes back at you, um, you know, a good few seconds later. And wow. if you think about all those guys who went to work, kind of singing, and our male voice choir tradition here, um, and then to you know to perform underground mm. in memory and respect to those guys. Uh, was yeah truly without question (laughs) without question the most moving i think experience of our life has to be absolutely so tell us about your richard burton musical well richard burton was i mean obviously another welshman but you know one of the greatest actors of all time um his iconic kind of love story if you think of you know great musicals they have 
You great love story. love story. Down um, the of it. You know, and uh, the Elizabeth Taylor getting married twice, and all of the Hollywood. You know, and then you've got to come come from somewhere, and Burton come from nothing, um, from a very very small town about thirty miles from where we're sitting today, um, and his father was a real uh, drunk, uh, really, and uh, wasn't much of a of a great man, and Burton against all the odds came out of that and. Uh, you know, into this Hollywood lifestyle, which seems a million miles away from where he was uh, born and brought up. And if you think of that and you think of what happened with Elizabeth Taylor and then the massive kind of alcohol problem, you know, it's got everything that a story would have, except yeah. it's real. And So we we started looking um, quite early at, because what we've been doing is we're writing the music for it. Well, written most of it. Um so it's a musical concept. We're not book writers. We wouldn't profess to be book. Our dialogue would be pretty not book writers, <laughs> pretty bad. But we <laughs> we put the story together. Yeah, we in put a the way story together by focusing in on different times throughout their relationship and throughout their lives, and um, writing songs for t- particular moments. Um, and we're going to be showcasing that in New York next year hopefully yeah. it was going to be this year and then we had a little interruption in the fact that we're having a baby in june <laughs> <Yeah>. yes. <laughs> and a bit of a big project uh, has come through yes. which we can't say too much about <laughs> in the moment um but uh yeah it's kind of stalled us a little bit but over in new york we're going to showcase the music do a big concert and then we'll be taking it from there and, and, uh, and hopefully develop yeah. it some more and and trying out well not trying out just working with some different book writers and seeing how that collaboration works. And we've works. got some uh, some really, really interesting people uh, who've kind of, you know, expressed an interest in, in being in it. Um, so we're going to, uh, yeah, we're really going to try and uh, get the best that we, we can in terms of the ensemble and everything. So, yeah, a little way to go, but um, definitely over in New York first and we'll do the music. So I'll let you know about that one. Yeah, definitely. Keep yeah. us posted. Will do. Um. <laughs> Uh, you said you have some interesting people interested, but you've worked with a lot of interesting people. You mentioned Ramin earlier and Leah. How how did you get in contact with all these people and also the people who worked, the Welsh actors who worked on a minor song? Mm. stemmed from a minor song. Yeah, uh, a minor song was a big catalyst Wales, for us. Wales is very tight-knit, to say the least. And it's not very difficult to get hold of. Um, these people um, in Wales a lot of the time your paths just naturally cross at some point or another Dan had worked in this big theatre for years so you'd met quite a few people Um, so with a minor song and a lot of them have really strong minor links, Jonathan Price's father um, was a minor so when we emailed him he just said yeah absolutely you know tell me where to turn up and I'll record it and he was wonderful Um, and then from a minor song being released, um, it had a, a massive impact and um, we went on to do Why Am I Falling? We wrote Why Am I Falling? Ramin had seen a minor song, it turned out, because um, it's a small world. And then from Ramin, went on to 1142nd Street, because Why Am I Falling did well. So it all kind of stems on from each other. It was definitely... I mean. a- uh, the brilliant thing about a minor song, it, it, it kind of was the song, you know, had, it was a, had a particular meaning behind it. And we obviously sent the people the song and, you know, a lot of people couldn't be on it for, for lots of different reasons. We couldn't get them to studios. and But 
the amazing thing about you know the people of Wales is they did they come together on that and some of it and was recorded on iPhones. Literally. iPhones. Johan Griffith was on a film set on an iPhone recording his bit, and uh, Michael Sheen was doing something for uh, I think UNICEF. We had um, half an hour. Michael Sheen literally um, wow. manager just said, "Yep, he'll do it. Send over." What you need, he'll record it now and have it back to you. Matthew Reese was somewhere wow. I think, so great. filming something and, and got it over to us. And the people were just amazing. Um, but we, you know, what we did, um, we wrote a song basically for Ramin and um, we, we decided, you know, whether Ramin was going to do it or not. Uh, we were going to write something for him, you know, and just uh, <laughs> and get that to him. Such was our, you know, we had a huge respect for him and, uh, you know, he's immense, um, an incredible man, as well as an incredible talent. Um, and, uh, yeah, when we sent it over to him, you know, he, he, he really wanted to do it, which was great. And he uh, worked on some lyrics with us. And, you know, he was incredibly gracious with his time. And, um, yeah, a lot of it stemmed from there. And, you know, people hearing what we did with Ramin, hearing a minor song. And somebody, and we wrote every song on the Love on Forty Second Street album for the people singing them. It, yeah. So everything was written from scratch and for those voices. Um, and I think that was one of the major things for us was actually writing for those people. And thank goodness, um, you know, people liked what we were sending across to them, and um, you know, hopefully saw something in us which made them, you know, want to do something with us, and and it kind of catalyst and and spun from there really um but yeah we're, we're incredibly grateful to those people who very early on you know gave us uh respect which is a huge thing in this industry to be given respect by anybody but to be given respect from these people who we think so much of um yeah. is amazing yeah. yeah well um do you know where we where people in the u.s can buy your music um the the actual ones they're definitely there on uh the the itunes and mm. amazon mp3 okay. and download uh you know if you go on there and type love on 42nd street in and uh most of our sales come from america <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah amazing huge. america uk we get lots of people from the philippines and and, and uh, lots of you know all across europe and the world uh, but the states, yeah, we're, we're very fortunate. You guys have uh, been incredibly supportive. Oh, I know. Um, they're actually marked as the artists. Yeah. The, the instrumental yeah. ones probably got Dan and Laura. So if you type this. in Love on 42nd Street, you'll get it. Or yeah. if you type in Ramin Karamlu, Why Am I Falling? Or, you know, they'll come up. And um, yeah, it. so we Excellent. put them all on. So they're all on there. Yeah. And Wonderful. Google Play and, and some of the other ones as well. Spotify. Oh, all on and there our too. website has a link to all of them as well. Yeah. If you go on um, www.danandlauracurtis.com, we've got a full discography. Discography. Can't even say it. Now. She's gone. She's gone. I blame pregnancy brain for that. But yeah, we've got links. We have links to all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thanks so much for talking to us. Oh, and we you're so welcome. It's so our pleasure. Yeah. Hear what comes in the future. Yeah, we can't wait to uh, see your stuff when you're doing stuff in America. And learn so much about whales. Yes. Well, we'll definitely be, we'll definitely be back over. We've we got some new songs in the pipeline. Uh, can't say too much about them at the moment, not until they record them, because we never want to jinx ourselves. No, we never jinx <laughs> um, anything. But we've, we've got a couple of really big uh, Broadway people awesome. who we've got loads and loads of respect for um, we're going to be doing some songs with, so that'll be great. And, and uh, yeah, we've just put out, obviously, our song with Laura and Cheyenne, which have been 
really greatly received. So, um, which we're just, you know, so grateful for. So that's our show. Until next week, you can follow us on Twitter at, at Patty, the letter N, Emily, Patty N, Emily. You can follow us individually at Patty with Y and at Emily Faye Oakley and find us anywhere else on the internet by searching Patty and Emily. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, rate us and leave us a comment and we'll read it on the show. Send us your topic suggestions, questions, dreamcasts, etc. And in the meantime, go, go see live theater. theater.